Yeah, should be really interesting to see. Anyway, head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. It's Bet Online where the game starts. Anyway, Luke, let's go into the last segment to where we talk about what we're watching in this game and give our predictions. Um, how do you think this game's going to go for Alabama? What is your prediction of it? Well, I hadn't put a prediction out there yet, so you're you're the, the you're my first with this. Um, I'm going to go. I'm going to go. Uh, Ole Miss 34, Alabama 28. Um, I just, I, I'm, I'm really concerned about the mental state of this football team. Now, again, I, I'm not super confident in this prediction at all because I don't think anybody knows where Alabama's head is. But if they are uh, still dwelling on the fact that they didn't meet their goals, or if they're lamenting the fact that they are the reason people are talking about the dynasty is dying, um, then I think that this could be bad. I, I Look, you're not going to completely slow down Alabama. I mean, you're, Alabama's still Alabama. They've got a, a good offensive squad, and they got the best quarterback, I think, in Alabama history. And Ole Miss's defense is not quite as good as somebody like LSU's or something like that. Um, but I, I just – Boy, I'm having a hard time picking Alabama to win right now. I just am, and I, I, I hate feeling that way, and it's been a long time since I've felt that way. But, uh, yeah, this this feels like the kind of game that Lane Kiffin, with an off week, spent a lot of time working on it, uh, excited about it, excited about it all summer. Lane Kiffin's the kind of coach to me that would be like, if, if the, in the summer he goes, okay, you get blown out at LSU even when you're in the top ten and everybody's singing your praises, but you get to beat Alabama. Will you take that? He'd say, yeah, all day. Because I want to beat Nick Saban, and I want I want to do it at my house. And, um, yeah, I'll take a blowout loss to LSU if I get to beat Alabama by one point. I don't care. And I think he would do that. And I and I feel like that's kind of where this is headed, that he's put a lot of effort in this thing, and I think it's going to pay off for him. Yeah, and also getting out of here, with all the rumors that are going around about Auburn and Lane Kiffin, is there any way that Alabama would hire Lane Kiffin if he took the Auburn job? Maybe I'll tell you this: Lane Kiffin's the only coach I think it, living that if he went to Auburn and then Alabama offered that he'd leave Auburn for Alabama. That's the only coach I think that would have the cojones to pull that off, um, and and really have the ego to pull it off. I don't think there's any coach alive that would do that. That like head coach to head coach, just a move like that, no matter what the offer was or whatever. But I think Lane Kiffin would do it. I I'm, I'm going to tell you what I. There are a lot of Alabama fans that hope Lane doesn't take it just so that he can maybe be the successor. And that would make some sense because I've always said Alabama's got to go from like the authoritarian Nick Saban uh, to a more fun-loving guy. And I feel like they need to go from a, a Saban who's more of a dictator to uh, a sort of, hey, let's everybody have fun with this thing. And I'm going to be on Twitter and I'm not going to recruit quite as much because I can recruit really well when I do recruit kind of thing. And I think that would be a good move for Alabama because that's the kind of culture shift you're going to need. And what, Real quick before I get my prediction and everything, whenever Nick Saban retires, how big of a bloodbath would that be with the boosters trying to reestablish control? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh... Boy, don't don't even get me started, man. I'm so nervous about it. I mean, look, when I think about Nick Saban leaving, you know what I think about? When Mike Dubose had his press conference, I think it was in 97 um, or, you know, late 96 or whatever. And uh, no, it is 97. And I remember I was one of those idiots that was like, let's fax in and say, you got to hire Mike Dubose. He's an Alabama guy and he loves Alabama, Crimson Tide, blah, blah, blah. 
And when he had his press conference and his shirt was kind of untucked and his hair was all disheveled and he, you know, he stammered and stumbled. And, and I thought, I have made a horrible mistake. I don't know if you're a fan of uh, Arrested Development, the old sitcom, but Job used to say that all the time. Yeah. And that's what I was like. I was like, I have really messed up here, guys. And I, <laughs> I want to do over right now. And um, so, yeah, because then, you know, the boosters got all involved and the, whew, it's going to be a problem. I mean, we're y'all are going to enjoy our downfall. I'm going to tell you, y'all. Other SEC teams have not enjoyed this run we've been on. We have, but when when the bottom falls out, y'all are going to just sit back and eat popcorn and and uh, you know just laugh it up. Well, the good news is Tennessee is going to be so obnoxious for their brief flash in the pan that we're going to go back to be able to really hate them because they're just so annoying. Oh my god! Hey, I'm going to tell you this. I was pulling for Tennessee because I was like, look, if Alabama doesn't go to the SEC title game, then I want it to be Tennessee and Ole Miss. Hmm. I, I can't imagine a more fun, intriguing matchup. I, I would have I would have probably gotten a ticket myself to go to that. I would have loved that. The rivalry between Tennessee and Ole Miss right now goes beyond just Lane Kiffin. It is so weird. The hatred and vitriol that they have for Ole Miss, even us winning the baseball national championship when they had the season they had. Yeah. All of that piled on top. And there's just, like, in my comments, I have Tennessee fans. We don't even play Tennessee this year. They're always in my comments. <laughs> well, yeah. it's, you know, that's that's why the SEC is the SEC. Mm -hmm. The Pac-12 doesn't have that, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, anyway, in this game, what I'm watching, I'm watching to see if the Ole Miss's defense tackles well because this is a situation if they don't, Alabama has the potential to do what they did to Arkansas in the fourth quarter. So we want this to look like the second and third quarter and not let Jameer Gibbs and those guys loose. Um, maybe there might be a wrinkle or something with Milrow in a quarterback running some zone lead because, honestly, the irony is joyless murder ball is the way to attack this Ole Miss defense. That's what y'all did last year with Brian Robinson. I don't know if Jameer Gibbs can do that. I, uh, Jace McClellan, Mike can, uh, Roy Dale Williams – it, it, the running game just isn't what we're used to from Alabama, and that gives me a little bit of hope. So in this game, I'm going to take Ole Miss to win the game, win it outright. Um, 27 to 20 is um, kind of where I'm landing at the moment. It's going to be a relatively close game. It will be something to where a play is made in the fourth quarter one way or the other that determines the outcome of this game. I can see that, and I'll tell you something. Alabama, in my opinion, and there will be Alabama fans who listen to this that, that I think will agree with me, there's one running back that I think can play joyless murder ball on this squad. And that's Jamarian Miller. Um, he's a true freshman. Uh, everybody loves him, but he just, he's on the depth, you know, he's down the depth chart. Um, so that, that'd be the one guy, boy, I'd love to give him a shot. I mean, I like Roy Dale Williams a lot. He's sort of our, turned into our short yardage back, um, but he's not a breakaway guy. Then you got Jace McClellan who, uh, you know, boy, he's, he's had a weird year. I don't even know how to describe it. And then Jameer Gibbs, I love Gibbs and he is a breakaway guy, mm -hmm. but he's not a, you know, get you two yards when you have to have him right in the middle of the line guy. Yeah. Um, Jameer Gibbs is a guy, he's an excellent player, but he's 18 carries for 160 yards and two of those runs are 40 yard runs. Correct. It, and that, that, that's just the type of player he is. I mean, I enjoy Alabama and, and if, he comes in and um, somebody comes in and unknown and rushes for 120 yards against Ole Miss, that would be not be the first time that's happened. I think of right. David Palmer playing quarterback in like yeah. 93. Um, stuff like that. There's just weird stuff that happens in this game. Like I said, 
Um, we'll see how Ole Miss does. Anyway, Luke, if you're going over to the game, be safe. Um, heading over there, I've got a hurricane coming through pretty much as the show is airing. So it's going over my house while the show is airing. Um, so we'll see how that goes. But anyway, Luke, man, this has been fun. And I want to say thanks for making the Locked On Ole Miss and Locked On Bama podcast your first listen today. For your second listen today, check out Locked On Sports Today. From the games that matter the most to the biggest stories in sports, go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with the local experts and insights only Locked On can provide. It's Locked On Sports Today, available on this app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. Um, Seriously, Luke, thank you very much for coming on today, and um, good luck to the Tide. I hope, um, well, I am going to kind of enjoy the rest of the season, but that'll be completely different. I hope it's okay for you though. Yeah, it's going to be uh look, basketball started and I think we're pretty good in that. So, uh, we're, we're all sort of tuning our attention to uh recruiting and basketball season for the moment, but, uh, good Lord willing and the Creek don't rise. Maybe we'll beat Auburn this year. Yeah. Hey, we were up by one to Alcorn state in our season opener. So we need football. I, I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> all right. Take care. Luke. All right, buddy. Thank you.